Hey everyone, it's Mike. Just want to give you a quick spoiler warning for Loki Season 2, Episode 3. If you haven't seen up to this point, please pause right here and come back later when you've watched the episode. Or if you've already seen it or you just don't care about spoilers, go right ahead. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Eminem Marvel Mania Podcast. My name is Mike. My name is Nick. And episode three of Loki has dropped. We are now officially halfway through season two. I got to tell you, Nick, it's shaping up so far so good. I'm really enjoying what they're doing here this season. Uh, so I got to ask, you know, episode three, uh, what'd you think? Uh, you know, obviously uh, get a lot of Kang in this episode. A lot of he who remains, Victor Timely, Kang variant, you know. So what'd you think? I was gonna say it's it's not Kang, it's Victor Timely. Victor Timely, but, whatever he's he's trying to become Kang. Well, yeah, uh, baby steps. Yeah, about he's, he's not trying to make him Kang. <laughs> he listen, Victor Timely. All I know is he's he's got a he knows his way around the clock. All right, let me let me just, let me just tell you that. Unfortunately, <laughs> we got into. We'll get into that, Miss Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes is a little creepy, or than I already thought she was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this episode, uh, was very good. Longest episode we've had so far. Um. I thought it was. It was definitely what's called. It was definitely interesting. You had, you had a lot of stories connect. Like Renslayer came back into the picture. You got some more Miss Minutes action. Uh, the we have a Kang variant that's now that we've seen before in the uh Ant Man and Quantumanium post credit scene. Um, you had Sylvie that kind of had a change of heart for a second. You know, a lot of a lot of good things in the episode. A lot of good things that are moving forward now that we're you know that 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 was our third episode. Yeah, you know, so we're moving. In, I think we're moving in a good direction right now for the next uh for the, for the last three episodes. One of the things I liked here is that I think we're finally starting to see. I think that they had to get Kang involved one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't go the entire season without him popping up again, especially after he was so important at the end of season one. And then obviously we saw Quantum Mania. We saw how uh, the exiled one acted, and then we saw the Kang Dynasty. I mean, too big of a threat. Where if he's going to be in this show, he needs to be an important part of the show. And I'm very interested to see where all of this is going to lead with Victor Timely. So this episode's title is 1893. And if you guessed it, they went back to 1893. A little on the nose. Uh, And they're at the World's Fair. So episode starts out uh, with Renslayer, actually, popping into 1868 and being told by Miss Minutes, you got to drop this book, which turned out to be a TVA operating manual into this window and inside that window is a young victor timely Mm -hmm. that was pretty obvious (laughs) yeah i mean i i mean once once we saw the kid i'm like okay and that's that's supposed to be that's supposed to be young kang or young victor Mm -hmm. and 25 years later when the world's fair comes to chicago victor timely is the main event with his temporal marvels as they called it you know he has a little bit of a of a stutter, right? Yeah, so he has a bit of a stutter. I really like how none of the variants are the same. You know? 
you yeah. look at look at he who remains versus the exiled one and then obviously you have the post credit scene where it's just all these infinite different versions of Kang and now you have Victor Timely who like is so far and away different too I like the creativity you know I like the fact that n- no two of them are the exact same you know I no mean, they're, they're all very they're all smart but yes you know, but they're they're, all... they're uh they're more superior Kangs though yeah no exactly and so this one, you got Ren. Basically, it's a long speed chase. And here's how it works. This episode is you have Victor Timely, who's being chased by Renslayer, who's got Miss Minutes by her side, who's being chased by Loki and Mobius. And that is essential. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have Sylvie tailing along behind them. Yeah. So it's basically one really long game of tag, you know, and Pretty they're much. all they're all chasing after each other. And the entire episode, and look, it's a simple plot, but it basically, I have to say, not a lot of Loki, not a lot mm-hmm. of Loki at all in this episode. This is not really, this really is focused on Kang. This is very Renslayer and and Victor Timely heavy, and Miss Minutes, even Miss Miss Minutes. Let's get this out of the way. Let's get mm-hmm. this out of the way. <laughs> okay. okay, so Miss Minutes is working with Renslayer throughout the entire episode to try and. Uh, enact he who remains plan basically to get him back in power and it involves having Victor Timely I guess rise to power somehow some way you know whatever I guess we haven't seen the full plan yet right yeah and so Miss Minutes at one point goes into this entire rant about how she's pissed off at he who remains because he who remains created Miss Minutes but never gave Miss Minutes a body allowed her to feel, allowed her to do all this. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, holy shit, kind of sounds like Sprite from the Eternals. Like, oh, I'm I'm, I, I'm, ca- I'm, stuck in this child's body, you know? And then my sister makes the point. It sounds like Ada from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to feel, I want to have a, I want to have a real body. And I'm just like. With you. <laughs> with you. And then she tells fucking Victor, Ta- I love you. <laughs> so we're going this route because the entire episode when Ravona and Miss Minutes are working with Kang. I'm just going to say Kang, but I mean Victor Timely. Mm-hmm. Working with him. Mm-hmm. They're they're basically jockeying for him. They're cockblocking each other. <laughs> she they they like Miss Minutes got so jealous of Renslayer. <laughs> Miss Minutes is a fucking meanie, man. She she Oh my god, she's in love with uh he who remains. Yeah. He he was she's like, we were more than friends. Dude, you're a clock. You're an AI. You're an artificial intelligence. I mean, yeah. sure, like, you know, she's more realistic, sure. But she's a fucking clock. Mm-hmm. So that was a little weird. Uh my sister was like Man, they're really going with all these weird romances in this show. Because, you know, you had Loki and Sylvie in season one. And and now you have, I guess, Kang and, and, and fucking Miss Minutes a little bit in season two. I guess so. It just, oh my god. You know, obviously the, the showrunners have a thing for this. Yeah, or maybe just Marvel has ideas. Maybe Marvel's just fucking lost it. I mean, I mean... I mean, we've theorized this before. Okay, but picture it like this, though, Nick. 
You're the most powerful movie universe in the world, movie franchise in the world. You mm-hmm. make money even when you put out shit. Okay, you're still gonna make money because people are gonna go see your movie because it has Marvel Studios attached to it. Mm-hmm. So why not start putting out fucking odd shit and just seeing if people are still gonna like it? I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? What's gonna stop you? Nobody. Nobody. We're not. We still give them our fucking money. It's true. Because we, we, we just we just want to see what what they got. I just want. I want to. I, I want to be. I want to be thoroughly entertained. Now, mm-hmm. did I think my entertainment would come from a horny clock? No. No, not at all. No, it wasn't. I didn't imagine that for my Thursday night. <laughs> not at all. But uh, I mean, I just kind of hope that's the end of that. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, know, I don't know about you. I, I really hope that was just like a joke for this episode, and that. We're not going to deal with that again, but I swear if the final episode is like Miss Minutes getting a body and rising and becoming the villain, that's going to be fucking weird. That'd be hilarious, though. Yeah, Kang builds Miss Minutes a body and she becomes the final boss of the TVA. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. It's the TVA AI. What'd you think of the um the different version of the Marvel Studios music they did at the beginning? I thought it was cool. They not- always... Especially with Loki, they always do, you know, different, uh, what's it called? Different intros. Yeah. I like how they're switching that up. You know, I mean, especially when you have a show like Loki where, you know, you can literally take place in any time, anywhere. I mean, you can can literally go anywhere in the universe, anytime, you know. It's infinite creativity to kind of allow yourself to just do what you want. And it works, you know, in this particular case. All right. You know, funny, funny enough is that, uh, from from season uh from season one of Loki, the intro song was like badass, and the song I mean it wasn't badass but it was really good. Yeah, no, I, threes. They definitely they definitely seem to have. I don't want to say they're more creative with Loki, but I just I just feel like there's a different energy with how they go about making Loki versus some of the other products we've seen. I mean, I don't know. Oh, it's just, probably is. you know, maybe again, it's just because he's such a an important character. It's like, you know, Marvel understands, like, hey, you know, this is something like we really need to nail, you know. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, you know, not to diss the character, but like, you know, She Hulk in the grand scheme of things is not as important to the MCU story as Loki. You know, one thing. One thing that was cool was. Uh... It was like when they uh when they were in the Ferris wheel and Kang uh was being protected by Loki, same uh, against Sylvie. And all of a sudden like it's kind of goes back to like the end of the uh, last season. No, literally it was honestly like uh, a cut and paste of it but in a different environment. So mm-hmm. to to set the scene for that, uh Loki and Mobius, they get a hit on Renslayer's Tempad. So they go to 1893. And they're at the World's Fair, and that's where we get the uh, the Quantum Mania post credit scene. They literally basically play it out again. Yeah, pretty much with uh, Victor Timely's performance, and then you see Renslayer trying to go talk to Victor and everything like that. And there's a bunch of these. They call them robber barons. I think that was the name on the screen. Um, mm-hmm. who were trying to basically scam Victor Timely out of his inventions. 
and he was like <laughs> he wasn't having any of it. But either way, they're like chasing him down. Now keep in mind, he's really, really, really smart, but he doesn't have any powers or or anything mm-hmm. like that. He's just like insanely smart. He has the TVA handbook and everything. So all of a sudden he gets trapped and then Sylvie shows up because of course Sylvie shows up where a Kang variant is and she's mm-hmm. trying to put him down. And like you said, it's like a showdown from last season with Loki trying to protect him because as we know from the beginning of this episode, we need he who remains temporal aura, which I guess you could get from a variant of him. I'm just going to mm-hmm. assume. Yeah, you can. Need that to what? To open the loom or to close it? I forget which one. To open it because they can't get in. Right, right. The doors are locked. So they got to open the loom so that they can fix the loom and make it good with all the time. That's the technical shit that I just don't follow. But yeah, it's basically just to make, uh, to, to, to fix it where they could fit all the branches, all the new branches. Right, because now, because of, right, because of Sylvie killing He Who Remains, all those extra branches, right? Yes. So, yeah, because remember, there was only one timeline, the sacred timeline. It was so simple. So Sylvie is, okay, we had a pretty heated discussion in the room uh, during the episode about Sylvie. Uh, I'm, Oh, look at Enzo making an appearance. Mm-hmm. There he is. He wants to play. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about this last week. You're not a fan of Sylvie. Uh, frankly, like I know a lot of people who are not fans of her. I've just always kind of been of the idea, like, you know, she's a Loki, you know. So, like, of course, well, she's gonna she's gonna do some things that you know are not exactly for the greater good. No, she she was made for glorious purpose working at a McDonald's. Yeah. Uh. Well, now her glorious purpose, at least at the beginning of this episode when she shows up here, her glorious purpose is just you know hunting and you know committing a Kang genocide. <laughs> any, any chance she knew that a Kang uh, variant would uh become, well, what's it called like literally be be made, she would kill it, kill him. Mm-hmm. And, the, and we see. We see Sylvie try to take out and and again I I don't think all right so so I'm this is like a a prediction of mine I guess I, I just I don't see any way and I'm happy about this I don't see any mm-hmm. way Loki and Sylvie actually end up together I think that was a complete misdirect in season one No that's that's I don't even think about that anymore That's a yeah They took that away You know one, because one. because now it's like so different the way they act Yeah no it's totally different One thing uh. With what's called, uh, with what was I gonna say, with the fact that like Sylvie thinks that Loki knew about Victor Timely, like you guys created him and stuff like that, but like it was Renslayer and Miss Minutes. Yeah. No, like who like, gave him the book? Like Loki didn't give him the fucking book. It was Renslayer. It, yeah, like we didn't it's, create it's, him. That that is one thing I'll definitely agree with her being annoying because. Yeah, she's like, look at all this stuff. She's so quick to pin it on Loki in this episode and Mobius. Mm -hmm. And yet, at the end of the day, like, the one person who she's probably got the biggest beef with, Renslayer, is the one that she should have been dealing with. You know, is the the problem. You know, and I kind of like, I have to say, I kind of like how Renslayer disappeared in the last season and she's only now coming back into the fold. 
you know, she didn't have to be there the entire way. It's kind of given us some time to, you know, build around and do what we have to do with Loki. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was, she, we didn't know what she was at. We knew she was going somewhere. We didn't know exactly where, though. Yeah, Miss Minutes was telling her where to go. You're going to meet somebody very important. And that somebody very important was like a 10 year old child. But yeah, you know, (laughs) a 10 year old Victor Timely. Is Victor Timely even the variant's real name? I feel like it's a stage name. Uh, I I don't know. It's a I mean, good question. He, I mean, he's not just Kang. Uh, That's I not know, his name. I don't know his name then. Yeah, right. I, I I'm gonna assume Victor Timely is a stage name. I would assume. So okay, so here was a question I had. Maybe you know the answer. Somebody listening might know the answer. Um, so after the whole scrum where Sylvie and Loki fight and Loki's protecting Kang and, and they end up getting away and Renslayer, Miss Minutes and Victor all go to his lab. When they get to the lab, first off that scene on the boat, we'll, we'll come back to that one because it was fucking weird. And that's where all this shit starts getting weird. But he had to go back for some invention that was really important. Did you know what that thing was? Mm, when he had to go to Wisconsin? Yeah, when he had to go to his lab and, and, and across the lake and he went there and he picked something up and then everybody showed up and interrupted him. Like, what was uh, that thing he picked up? Was it for the temporal loom? Was it? Was it maybe for the loom? I think it was... I, ha- I had no idea what that was, but I somehow feel like it's going to be important. I think it was to to fix the temporal loom or or the device that was needed. I think that I think that's the whole point mm-hmm. is that he created he created the temporal loom so he could fix it somehow. Right. So maybe him and Ouroboros work together. Well, remember he uh he was looking through the uh, TVA manual. He's like by the author Ouroboros, and then you got Ouroboros's picture right in the middle of the freaking thing. Yeah, in the in the back of the book. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, uh, right before then, we have the scene on the boat with uh, Ravona, Renslayer, Victor Time, we miss minutes. And this is where, this is where, I, I don't know, this was probably my least favorite thing in the episode. Mm. You know, this like love triangle that I guess forms where Miss Minutes is like trying to, you know, whatever. I don't even know how to freaking describe it and to say it was fucking weird. <laughs> She was going, what's it called? She was, uh, she was like, well, she was basically like confessing her love to him. <laughs> oh my god! In a in a way, like that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. And the the fact that Renslayer, you see, here's the thing: Renslayer and Kang are a thing in the comics. So when Renslayer and Kang are a thing. You have to imagine that at some point they're going to make that a reality here. And I was like really concerned there for a minute that they were just going to ignore that completely and have he who remains the most powerful entity, Kang, phase five, phase six villain, going to pair up with a clock. We need to talk about the fact that, you know, we thought that Renslayer was, you know, going to get with him in the beginning and all of a sudden she gets double crossed. Yeah, so then then he, Miss Minutes, talks him into basically betraying her. 
Mm-hmm. And because she, she wants him all to herself, obviously. Yes, obviously. 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 You know, okay, why? Whatever. Fine. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold myself on that because frankly, you know, I, I'm, I, I'll never get through this review if I, if I keep thinking about it. <laughs> so they get to the lab and then this is where we have the final showdown of the episode with basically everybody again, converging on the same place at the same time. Yes. So, and again, it's Loki and Mobius trying to save Victor Timely. But first, you know, Sylvie again rears her fucking head. You know, <laughs> my God, she really does. She really does just show up at the worst time. I mean, yeah, even what's it called Casey's like, uh, there's something going on, you know, where uh, where you're at. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was when she first appeared. Oh, there's this weird temporal activity ten feet from you, and I'm like, what was it? And then and then Sylvie shows up and starts trying to kill him. Yeah, it was pretty obvious what that was. Yeah, so I mean, she's got to be involved. I mean, look, she's too important to the story not to be, and and to Loki, really. The thing about this episode that that worked is the fact that there was so much of Kang. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. look, uh, Jonathan Majors in that role is is something really special so far. I I think all of his performances have been very good. You know, I think it's safe to say he's he's staying in the MCU. Yeah, I I know. There's there's all the trouble, uh, which I'm gonna call outside of the. Uh, God, I was gonna say off the field, like he was an athlete. There's all all this all these problems which have been happening to him, you know, beyond in his personal life and whatever. Uh so it looks like Marvel is going to be keeping him on. You know, it doesn't surprise me that they're keeping him on, considering the fact that, you know, he's already filmed a bunch of stuff. They probably signed him to a lengthy contract. And probably the only way they were gonna get rid of him was if he was like criminally convicted of something. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you just recast them, but right at that point. But I think that they were like, okay, I think, unfortunately, and you know, this is like you know a discussion for another time, but like it bears mentioning. It's like, at what point does a studio, or in this case, you know, a, a massive entity like Marvel, at what point do you cut ties with an actor, you know, when there's that type of stuff going on in their personal life? You know, and it's right. Marvel appears to have taken the line here of like we're just gonna we're just gonna sweep it under the rug, which I mean you can agree or disagree with. I mean, I don't know. Either way, it looks like he's gonna be in the role. Yeah, that's I mean it's fine. It's not he's he's a good actor. I'm fine with him so far, you know. Yeah, no, I mean uh, as an actor, he he's he's a very, very, very good actor. So but yeah, so uh, back to that final portion of the episode. Um, again, Loki kind of sidelined, you know, and the one thing that this final part of the episode, re- it's really about Sylvie, you know, like like Sylvie's the one that kind of like has like the moment where she like changes a little bit, you know, in the end, yes. mm-hmm, in the end. So she has Victor Timely down. She could easily kill him, and he's like pleading for his life and. I don't know about you, but I kind of felt bad for the guy. I mean, I don't know if he was just playing with her, like, like, oh, don't kill me, please. That's I'm not the man who would do that kind of thing, you know. Your voice of, of him is actually not too terrible. 
it's, it's, he's he's it's alright. Um, but like he, he like he's he's like a trickster, you know. Well, that was um that was what my sister said. She's like, oh, he's a master manipulator. Why you believe him? But like at the same time, it's like this isn't he who remains, mm-hmm. at least not yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, it was like he was kind of. He was pleading for, he was begging for his life. Yeah, you know? Um, but I think in, I think there's going to be at some point where he, uh, he twists the TBA around, or he could, I don't know. I feel like he's, he's, he's the real villain, and we, and we just don't see it. I mean, obviously, he's going to be some form of a villain at some point. My thinking was maybe that this version of him isn't going to be that one. He's but the good one. That maybe there was there was going to be a good version of him that gets killed, you know, by another version of I don't know because because there's so much you can do with it in terms of integrating all these different versions of Kang into these episodes. I mean, he who remains was a good guy. Really. Well, I mean, the, the depends who you ask if he was a good guy, you know. I think he was a good guy. He you was... think you think he who remains was the good guy? He was preserving the sacred timeline. Well, I mean, then, well, I mean, but then Sylvie would say, oh, but there's all these other timelines that you're destroying and not letting grow. And there's people on there and, you know. Yeah, but we're better. That It really was like a, a superiority thing, huh? Sacred we're timeline. We're better. Time, number one timeline. Woohoo! <laughs> we the best. <laughs> That's a real. Re- <laughs> we live on the sacred timeline, which means, you know, we're the best. You know, we're the best. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, look. For personally, we've been to a bunch of other timelines now in the MCU, and frankly, you know, the MCU timeline is better. Let's be honest. Earth eight three eight multiverse of madness. Uh, fuck those guys. Smartest man alive. Yeah, smartest man alive gets himself killed in two seconds. Okay, then you have a member of the team who can't even fucking talk. Okay, he can't talk. Blackagar Boltagon. He protected. Yeah, yeah, the Inhuman King. Yeah, he he's a chump. Uh... Are really just gonna roast the fucking the Illuminati. The only one in the Illuminati who I have any respect for is Charles Xavier. Yeah, at least yeah. he tried. I mean, he's Patrick Stewart's just a legend. True, you know, John Krasinski. I love John Krasinski, but but his character was such a dumb fuck that, you know, I can't really forgive him. You, you just every time I look at him, I just think of Jim. I mean, he, I mean, look, obviously you see Jim Halper. It's like it's like kind of like here. How um? Oh my god, <laughs> you remember how last year there was the Zoolander memes going around with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. I look at Mobius sometimes, and and I I kind of see Zoolander now because like of how much that was going around. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously yeah. he's Mobius first for me, but yes. that that's like kind of the same thing here. You know, but but none of these other universes are as good as the MCU. Yeah, every time I see every time I see old Wilson's character, I think of uh, the guy from Wedding Crashers. Oh my God! Right. Oh yeah, with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. All um, right. So, but yeah, Loki. Yeah, Lo- Loki. 
sits there and does nothing in this final battle. No, and Mobius basically just watch, basically just watch Sylvie come to her senses, not kill Victor timely. Says to bring him to the TVA, so they bring him back to the TVA. Um, and then she's like, and then she's like, leave Renslayer for me. And we're like, and I honestly kind of thought maybe for a second she was gonna kill Renslayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was even that moment. Did you notice? Uh, when they were all going through the door to go back to the TVA, Mobius looked back and. He thought about, I don't know, maybe like trying to help Sylvie not like go after Renslayer, but then he like decides against it. Yeah, I I saw that. The um, one thing I was gonna say was, does like I think the reason why Sylvie decided not to kill uh Victor Timely is because she knows now that like he he's the key to like saving her branch that she wants to be on right because listen that's that that's one thing that that i think why so many people and like our friends are annoyed at is the fact that she doesn't realize that like you're killing the man that could save the place that you want to live so badly it's just the fact it's just the fact that they've made it where the person who is actually going to save her branch is the mm -hmm. person who destroyed her or variant of the person that destroyed her life Pretty much. It all goes full circle. And that's kind of the interesting twist on it, because what we're seeing in season two is a lot of inverses of season one. You know? Yeah. In season one, we saw a lot of... Well, I mean, we still see a lot of Loki and Mobius, but we're not seeing Loki and Sylvie together as much. In fact, what we're kind of seeing is them kind of on the opposite side of things for a bigger period of these episodes. Well, I think what's I think they're gonna like we saw in the first episode. I think we'll wind up seeing them in the TVA working together. You know. Well, that's in the future, right? Because in the future we see Sylvie at the TVA. Who prunes Loki? I'm gonna assume it's Loki. It's Loki. Yeah, like there's the theory out there that Loki in episode one, when he needs to get pruned to go back to where to (laughs) to get pulled out of the time slipping issue. Uh, mm-hmm. That he was pruned by Loki of the future from behind. Yes. You know, wouldn't it be interesting if it was Kang? It would be. You know, be, I didn't think about that. Maybe, you know, maybe Victor Timely. <laughs> it would just make sense for it to be Loki because Loki was only like he was never in the past. So, you know, obviously nobody knew who he was. The present people know who he was. The future, you know. He, nobody ever really saw him, so like, it's. I feel like it is Loki. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Too. Well, and plus somebody showed a pretty good screenshot where it was like, oh, okay, like I, I think it looks it, like it looks like Loki. It looks like it's Loki from behind. Yeah. So I mean, maybe so, you know. But, uh, so this episode ends with Sylvie deciding to let Renslayer live as well. And telling mm-hmm. her, you want a seat at the end of time, be careful what you wish for, and pushes Renslayer through a door and sends her to the Citadel at the end of time. And with there, we get a pretty uh, pretty interesting visual of what happened to he who remains body. Uh, you know. He's he's a corpse. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's starting to decay a bit. It's been a it's been probably been a couple weeks since uh, you know, the whole stabbing thing. Yeah, he ain't looking so good. Nah, he ain't looking too hot. Doesn't look like the uh, the destroyer of worlds that uh, you know 
Sylvie's making him out to be. But wait, was the knife still in his chest, or am I making that up? No, she pulled it out. Oh, she did pull the knife out of his chest. Yeah, well, I thought it was her blade. Loki's have a lot of blades. Oh, I don't the know. Loki's those blades are like kitchen knives in a home. True. You know, you get you just you, you you drop one. You know, you don't use it. You wash it, you get another one. <laughs> you wash it, use another. So, but yeah, no. Nah, this look in terms of like <gasps> drop dead moments in this episode, there weren't a ton of them. But I think what this episode did well was set us up for first off bringing Kang back into the story and Renslayer. But now also like I think they've done a pretty good job of making it clear that, you know, even after the loom is fixed and I'm assuming the loom's going to get fixed next week, even Mm -hmm. after the loom gets fixed, there's going to be something bigger. I think that's going to change the story. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd have to imagine, you know, you have three episodes left. Hopefully they fix it this episode and then the other two episodes are something like crazy. Yeah, no, it'd be kind of a letdown if if like that is like the thing at the end of the season, you know? It's like, come on, you, you got you got the phase five and six villains standing right there. You know, take us somewhere interesting. And I think they will. I trust them in this series. Nah, I think they'll I think they'll do uh they'll do a good job. You know. So um yeah, I mean so so far the the highlight of this episode is uh, Miss Minutes. Yeah, Miss Minutes uh, and her her uh and her, her horny uh her horny nature. A horny cock. Yeah, horny a horny clock who's looking for some cock. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> God. Okay. It, it needed to be said. Oh, this is going to be explicit. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. I, I gotta stop cursing. <laughs> you just said a bunch of words. I'm not, but I I know, but I've been I've been cursing way too much on this podcast, and like, you know, it's like it's like this. I I listen and I listen back to it before it gets posted to make sure mm-hmm. that like our audio isn't isn't fucked up. And I listen to it, and sometimes I'm just like astonished of like how many times I say fuck, <laughs> you know, or like. <laughs> It's a com. It's a commonly used word. Well, I mean, for me, yeah. It's like it's like the. <laughs> yeah. You know. But either way, I, I'm I'm liking where this series is going. You know, obviously, look. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to not be invested, considering how good season one was. I think season two is shaping up pretty good. We'll have to see where it ends, but so far, so good. You know, and look, we'll be here next week. You know where to find us. Exactly. No, I think uh, I think they're doing good. We'll see what happens the next, you know, next episode. And then after that, two more left after that. Yeah, I know. We're going to be two thirds done as of next Thursday. And then, yeah, no, the then the final episode comes out the week of the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And then after that, no content till January is Echo, I think. Uh, I think so. So. I hope Loki finishes strong and then, you know, we can go from there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, no. I think I'm, I think I'm just going to be waiting for my birthday episode. Right. Next, yes, because your, your birthday is next week around the time the episode drops. Episode will be posted a little bit later. Probably Saturday. Yeah, yeah we'll be uploading next Saturday because, uh, 
we're actually what we've been doing is we've been watching them live right as they come out on Thursday nights. But mm-hmm. next week, next week we're not able to, and then Friday Nick's got birthday plans. So mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, which I'm not invited to, by the way. Um, Everybody, you can come. <laughs> and then I'm kidding. Um, and then yeah, so we'll probably be recording and posting Saturday during the day, you know, and shit like that. So. Our episode will be coming next week. Just might be a little bit later for all the loyal listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, so for all of us here at the MNN Marvel Mania podcast, I've been Mike. And I've been Nick. And we will talk to you soon. Take care, everyone.